The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Dynamic Healing with two experts in chronic pain, David Hanscom and Les Aria. This podcast will show you how to unlock your body's ability to heal. Just breathe and learn how to rewire your brain and break free from chronic pain. Welcome to Dynamic Healing. I'm Les Aria, a pain psychologist of 18 years, and my co-host here is David Hanscom. Hi, Les. My name is David Hanscom. I'm an orthopedic spine surgeon. I practiced complex spine surgery for over 30 years in Seattle, Washington. And I quit my practice in 2018 to bring a message of healing to people that most disease can be healed without a procedure, particularly spine surgery. And Les and I both had a tremendous amount of success treating patients. And we have been able to figure out a lot of the reasons why based on neuroscience research. So we're here to share those concepts with you and we're excited to be here and talk to you. That's fantastic, David. So today we're going to start with our first episode on what is dynamic healing. David? What we learned in medical school is that the way every living creature stays alive is that we process our circumstances or environment or stresses, whatever you want to call them. And it comes into our nervous system and our brain interprets this sensory input in a way and sends out signals that allows us to survive. So if we're threatened by a mental or physical threat, our brain says danger. And then we go into a fight or flight mode, which allows us to survive. The species of creatures who did pay attention to those cues didn't survive. So what we have, what the literature has shown for a long time is that the essence of disease or illness, again, both mental and physical, is when we are in this fight or flight mode for sustained periods of time, the body breaks down and you get sick. So what dynamic healing does, and we'll talk about this in detail, is it acknowledges the level of stresses and your capacity to process those. And it looks at your body's response, or what we call physiology, is how the body functions. And the choice is either existing in a state of safety, where you can regenerate and rest and prepare for another day of threats. And then you're in fight or flight or threat, which is also necessary to survive. So it's that dynamic interaction between your stresses and your nervous system they create symptoms. Yeah, you know, the, the amazing thing, just to, you made it sound so easy and we just explained it. But as I'm sitting here and listening, and I'm sure our audience is going, wow, that's a lot. And I think what we really want to 
really communicate here is that is there is such a, here's the punch word, dynamic, right? It's such an intense interaction that's really outside of a consciousness. And David, I really didn't pay attention to this until I was in grad school and even doing my residency was I didn't realize how stressed I was. And uh, I will reveal to the audience and to you, as you know, my side story there is that I developed actually tension headache and migraines. And it was so overwhelming that I couldn't figure out what I was stressed out because when you're a fish and you're swimming in water, you don't know you're a fish. When you're stressed out, sometimes we don't know we're so stressed out. And I think that's when the body starts to break down. It's almost like, um, what do you call it? A checklight engine that comes on, right? I mean, does that make sense at all? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and as a lot of people know, is that I was a spine surgeon, which is stressful. <laughs> Believe it or not, it's quite stressful doing spine surgery. I'm not exactly sure why I chose a profession. I think my wife has questioned my sanity for a long time, but it's a stressful feel. And so I just, the way I dealt with it, I just was tough. And it worked to a degree, but at age 37 years old, I developed panic attacks. So I went being from this fearless surgeon to crippling anxiety. And I hope most of you are not familiar with panic attacks, but for those of you who are not, a panic attack is when your body's fight or flight response just explodes and your heart races, you feel like you're gonna pass out, your blood pressure goes up, you start sweating. And I felt like I was gonna die. I had no idea what was going on. So once that happened, I couldn't stop it for the next 15 years, off and on severe crippling anxiety. And that's, I think that's, that's the point we're trying to get across here today is that this interaction between the outside world, our inside world, and our interactions is so subtle that we sometimes don't realize that the body is breaking down and not just the body, but the mind too, right? So um, this, this brings to mind a patient of mine I saw recently, um, by the way, a physician, just want to let you know. And so I treat a lot of physicians, uh, David, and this person was so high functioning, just so intense with perfection, personality, perfectionistic personality, and started to develop back pain and went to see you know, the right physicians and, uh, and physical therapists. And they all said it's degenerative disease. That's what it is. But in the end, after about six months of various traditional treatments, the person was not getting better. And I basically asked one question, what in your life is hurting besides your back? And when I asked that question, a physician got pretty upset at it and wondering like, what's that got to do with it? And that is what we're trying to show everyone here. It has everything to do with it, right, David? Because that's the part we're trying to show folks is this, is we're not just this being where we're controlled by things. To some degree, we are with the autonomic nervous system, but we play a role in it. So, you know, how our lifestyle choices. So this physician basically could not really grasp. They were so focused on the biological stuff, just the, and nothing to do with the mental aspect on how they were coping, their, uh, you know, the parenting they were doing and all the caregiving they were doing. They didn't realize that they were not coping. They were surviving. And that put the nervous system in a state of threat. And so that, that really impacted them. So that, that's a great point. So here's the answer to the problem. It says somehow medicine has sold us that is always a cause for your pain. And there always is a cause, but it's based on your body's physiology and function. It's not about a structure. 
So I want to go back to the dynamic healing concept, but before we start that, I want to read a quote by a very famous doctor, Dr. Francis Peabody, and he was lecturing medical students in Boston in 1927. And here's the last sentence of his lecture, and dynamic healing, by the way, is based on his lectures, which will be quoting him over and over and over again. And so here's his quote. One of the essential qualities of the clinician is interest in humanity. For the secret of care of the patient is in caring for the patient. So I know I'll just speak wow. my own culture is yeah. people go, yeah, yeah, you got, you know, patient doctor relationship is really critical and whatever. <laughs> but I mean, here's the deal. When you don't feel heard and you don't feel safe right. with your doctor, it changes your body's chemistry. So I, I want to go back to this dynamic healing for a second and, and talk about the implications of what's happening to us right now. So when your stresses or circumstances or whatever you're doing overwhelms your coping capacity, your body goes into fight or flight, yep. right? I mean, if you're being threatened, you, if you're feeling threatened, your body goes into survival mode, but it changes your body's physiology. Yeah. So you go into fight or flight. So when you're in fight or flight, you need it to survive, but when it is sustained, your body starts to break down. Yeah. So the essence of disease is you, if you're in sustained fight or flight, your body starts to break down. And the essence of the solution is teaching people tools to gravitate towards safety. You can only heal when you're feeling safe. So you talk about stress there, Les, which is interesting, and I never put this together either, but really, we really all learned this in high school, college, and medical school, is that it's about the body's chemistry and physiology. So we think of stress as a psychological concept. That is not true. It's your body's, it's your total body responses to the environment. Yeah. So I wanted to add to that conversation, that piece you just said, David, um, I think it's very important for all of us, just to remind both of us in our audience, that when we are reacting to stress outside, inside of us, or just whomever's in front of us, it could be the laptop, it could be the um, a family member, a friend, doesn't quite matter. When we are interacting in this world, those three worlds, the outside world, the inside world, and in between, what happens is this is we get, as you said, we get into this fight or flight, we get activated. And we want to slow down here and really emphasize this. You do not have control over what shows up. And what David and I are trying to say is, but we are responsible to how we show up during those stressful moments. And if we're operating at an autopilot, so for example, when you realize your body's tensing up, you realize uh, for those of you who have back pain, neck pain, or any sort of medical conditions you have, it becomes amplified. When it becomes amplified, it's like a check light engine that comes on inside of us. And most of us tend to put a little sticky on it and basically kind of ignore it and keep going. And as you said, that's when the body breaks down. What I do wanna emphasize and add to that piece is your physiological states really determines your psychological states. So I just wanted to add that second piece. And what David and I are saying, and David, I want you to kind of comment on that a little bit more because I want us to really have us take a look at that. So let's repeat that one more time so folks can um, really understand this. And then I want you to comment on this. Your physiological states, when you're under threat, it shows up, you have no control. And that physiological state, those, the, the threat response, for example, that is what tends to activate certain parts of us which we call the mind. And that's when we start to get into that negative thought. So your physiological states determines your psychological states. 
and then your psychological states seem to kind of fuel the physiology. It's, it's a vicious cycle. What are your thoughts, David? Well, remember that the nervous system is also physiological. <clears throat> There's 80 billion nerve cells. Each nerve is connected to 10,000 other neurons. It's an incredibly physiological process. We have excitatory chemicals. We have calming chemicals. So it's also a very dynamic structure. It is not just a circuit board. So <clears throat> what happens is that I want to go back to the stress thing is that when we talk about the psychological state is that part of the response to threat is your immune system, which is inflammatory. And, the, and the, then the supporting structures of your brain called glial cells throw off what's called inflammatory cytokines. Mm -hmm. So your nervous system's inflamed. You're hyperactive, hypersensitive. So these thoughts start flying around. <clears throat> you feel agitated and frustrated. Right. So when you say physiology, that means the state of your body's chemistry and how your body's actually functioning. So when you're in that hyped up, amped up state, your brain is actually on fire. Yeah. You know, it's, it's talking about your brain on fire, your body's on fire. Hey, there was a study done about three years ago, uh, noted in biological psychiatry. And this is pretty cool. I think you might find this interesting. So it goes something like this. They studied and asked the question, does worrying produce inflammation? That's kind of a cool study, right? So worrying is a psychological thing, but we just told you your physiological states determines your psychological states. And then your psychological states kind of feel that vicious cycle of the body breaking down. So what's this got to do with the study? So these guys basically did a pretty cool study. They actually asked, this is about three years ago or so pre-COVID. And they were wondering, does worrying about, check this out, finances, does worrying about finances changes your immune system? And they found out that the interleukin-6 was impacted. What does that got to do? They found out that certain body chemistry changed so much when you worry, worry, can I meet my bills? I, how do I do this? You have a family. Um, and even with physicians, you know, as far as running their practice and things like that, um, they found out that, that the body broke down. And how they found that out was they had a, a very strong, significant correlation. The more you worried in general, but specifically about finances, they also found out that your immune system broke down. So that's inflammation. And if we stop here, we're talking about COVID, we're talking about, you know, the uproar in the United States with political stuff, uh, racial things, all of this impacts people, whether you're involved or not. And if you have a chronic medical condition and even chronic pain, this really can produce inflammation. So inflammation is just not one of those talking points. This really is happening. And you're talking about the chemistry, right, David? That's the part that inflames all of this. Right. Are you a healthcare professional looking to translate psychedelic research into practice? Then register for Psychedelic Harm Reduction and Integration, a professional training offered by psychologist Elizabeth Nielsen and Ingmar Gorman at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Earn 12 continuing education credits as you discover how to better support clients who have an interest in psychedelics. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Right. And again, I want to go back to two main points because it, this podcast is uh, just to introduce you to the idea of dynamic healing. We want to stay focused on that. And then in future podcasts, we're going to break down all sorts of stuff. So you say, well, finances are a real stress, right? Right. So you can't control that. In other words, the stress is the most stressful is the stress that you can't control. So you have financial issues that aren't solvable. So you do go into fight or flight. So what do you do? So there's tools to process stresses in a way that has less impact on your physiology. Right. You also have a way of actually calming down your nervous system. So again, mm-hmm. has less impact on your physiology. But the bottom line is, if you're truly worried, you have less energy and creativity to actually solve the problem. It's a horrible paradox. So here's what you want to focus on though. So let's talk about the whole dynamic healing process. Mm -hmm. So again, when your stress is overwhelming your coping skills, you go into into a defensive mode called fight or flight. So what are the implications of that? And we'll spend another session on this also as as your body develops physical symptoms. And it's only logical that most of your symptoms would be as a result of your body's chemistry, not some bone spur. So your whole body's full of adrenaline, cortisol, um, inflammatory cytokines. By the way, you mentioned interleukin-6. That is an inflammatory cytokines. What cytokines are, they're little proteins that are signals to eat to the cells to go in an inflammatory mode. So when you're in a sustained flight, I, when I was sick, I developed chronic pain for 15 years. I had 17 different physical symptoms. I had migraine headaches. My ears were ringing. Skin rashes were popping up. My feet were burning. And of course, nobody could tell me what was going on, but now it makes all the sense in the world. If you have pain that moves around your body, <clears throat> that's your soft tissues inflamed. If you have skin rashes popping up, well, that's not psychological. Where do those come from? Mm-hmm. So it makes way more sense. And I really want to focus on the word stress because we t- keep talking about stress being a psychological construct, right? Right. People think right, in right. Term- so can you break that down for us less? Because when people come to us, I'm stressed out or I feel stressed. Is still thinking in terms of men- mental construct, and it's not yeah. mental construct. It's the whole body's response to what's going on. Right, it is, and and I think that's that's this is the this is the hard piece, and I'll admit myself too, having been in that position, both of us. That is, we we just don't realize there's an interaction here. So that is the dynamic part that we not where most of us are missing and even providers and psychologists and mental health group, there is an interaction. It's not just psychological. It's not just physical. Let's take chronic pain, chronic pain. It is not psychological or physiological. This is the interaction. Right. And, right. So this is, this is why we're, we're so um, hell bent on, we've got to get a podcast out there, get some information out there and go, here are the facts. It's not one or the other. This is your, your whole being that is beautifully made. And we have a system inside of us that, that is in the service of protecting us so we can survive, as David said earlier. And so stress is not just a psychological thing. Because when I was growing up, again, you know, when I was stressed out, I was, 
I was really taught not to express the stress, but to deal with it because, you know, you suck the suck and you basically, you know, don't complain about it, just going to do the work. But that had to go somewhere. So when we think about stress, we should think about it as a dynamic interaction because we are a dynamic being, human beings. And so it is the brain's survival mechanism and it has a repercussion to the psychology. So when someone out here is listening to us and going, so you mean it has nothing to do with my mind? No, no, we're not saying that. We're saying is there's a dynamic interaction, but it really, we want to start with step one. When you are feeling threat at that point, you know, you have no choice. It's showing up. So when you start to realize your blood pressure shows up or it starts to go up, um, muscles tighten, you start to feel that burning sensation in your body. When something shows up, you don't have control over what show up, shows up. And the part where psychologically, I want to just kind of mention this as you were speaking, it kind of triggered something in my mind here. When we resist what shows up, let me show you now the psychology to that. When we fight our reality in our body, or when we actually fight what's inside, outside, and in between, we actually create more of that physiological threat response. Absolutely. So that's, that's why I really like what you just said is we need to learn very specific tools to calm the circuitry down. And one of the things I want to teach uh, folks that we'll talk about in the podcast to come is to really, how do we accept something? And acceptance is not just uh, rolling over. It's a willingness to experience something, but there are very specific coping skills to retune the nervous system. So, well, we again, as your coping skills get better, then you spend less time in fight or flight. Yep, absolutely. So, so here's what's happening in medicine right now. So we're, the business of medicine has really taken away our capacity as clinicians to talk to our patients. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing, we're treating only symptoms right now. So what happens is that we don't know you as a person, we don't know your stresses. And so again, when your stresses overwhelm your coping skills, you go into fight or flight. So we're treating just the symptoms. So you have a headache, take a medication. You have pain, take a medication, et cetera. So, but the problem is the driving force is this dynamic interaction between your stresses, overwhelming your coping skills. So less than I've had a tremendous amount of success with patients showing the ways to actually process stress differently, showing you ways to actually increase the resiliency of your nervous system. And is that interaction there, the symptoms start to resolve. So I had 17 symptoms at the same time, 17. They're all gone. It, it, David, does that include your irritability? Is that <laughs> uh, not, not till right now. <laughs> that was doing pretty this, well until a second ago. I, I think the dynamic aspect is showing up. Right I'm, so, I'm sorry, I couldn't wait to say that. <laughs> so yeah, we're trying to keep this. Uh, we are actually extremely serious about this, but Dr. Ari is my guru. And so, so unless you're supposed to treat your clients nicely, that's me. <laughs> Yes, I, I shall. I shall definitely uh, use my coping skills to accept. Right. So, 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 so this this is dynamic healing in action. So, Doctor Ari is my stressor. <laughs> and here, this is my nervous system this morning, and I've learned lots of tools. So, I just take this deep breath, which actually directly stimulates my vagus nerve and drops down yeah. the physiology. And those are the tools we'll be teaching you. And it, it's really exciting for us because. We can't necessarily change medicine. Of course, we're not going to change medicine, but we can teach you the skills to actually lower your body's fight or flight response. Yeah. 
right? David, yeah, absolutely. And I think maybe we want to really leave the audience here with this message is when you can learn to feel safe in your body, no matter what shows up, a difficult thought, a difficult emotion, a really unusual, intense sensation, burning, stabbing, twisting, aching, whatever it is that your chronic condition is, when you can learn to not fear what shows up, and that's going to take some skill. So when something shows up, you really have no control. And this is the other part I wanted to you know, take a message besides emphasizing your physiological states determines your psychological states. The other point I wanted to emphasize that when we can recognize we do not have control over what shows up. So it doesn't matter whether you're doing something or not. Um, when something shows up inside of you, and the check light engine comes on that says stress through, like I said, you, you cannot quite focus in the present moment. You're in the past, but I call it mental time traveling. Your body tightens up, your speech turns into terse, rapid, you know? And so what happens at that point, when that shows up, I often tell my patients, listen, when that shows up, it is showing up, it's knocking at your door. So what I teach patients and what we teach patients, David, is that to be able to welcome the unwelcome, and when you can have very specific skills of being able to feel safe with those difficult thoughts, emotions, and physical sensations, that's when the rewiring of the circuitry starts to make um, headway. And that is why it's really important. It's not one or the other, but this is the interaction that this is how we're made. And if we can learn to understand how we're made and what we can do to improve our life, we'll reduce the chronicity of the medical conditions, chronic pain, and recognize that we do play a role in it but we're not responsible to what shows up. We're responsible to how we show up during that difficult moment. So I want to tell a quick story of a girl who, and I have lots of stories that go the opposite direction, but this is a girl that we met at our Omega workshop in 2013. Mm -hmm. And her name was, she was about 32 years old at the time. And she had had neck pain for about four years. And the way she described it is like an ax in the side of her neck and just miserable. She was still working in the computer world. She was working very hard. And it was, it was the first workshop I had done. And I didn't really know how, how it was going to turn out. So she was angry, frustrated. I'm looking at her. She's looking at me. I'm going, oh, my God, what do we do now? And so she has seen 10 different doctors in New York City. She had had six injections in her neck. She was on high dose narcotics and just spiraling and spiraling and spiraling. So as she understood the concepts of the safety versus threat, she, within one week, she went to pain-free. That's one amazing. That's and, we, amazing. and I didn't understand why. I mean, how could this be? Because I was not expecting that. I thought we'd do some didactic work. Mm -hmm. And I didn't honestly know what to expect. Turns out every workshop that we do, we've had people have that rapid of a shift. Some people, it may occur a month or two later. But what happens, what we now know, is that you shift your body's physiology from threat to safety. Yep. So, so not only is she pain-free, this is now 2021. She now has two beautiful kids. She's married. She bought a second house. She has no pain. That's so that's after yeah. 10 doctors, six injections, she's been pain-free with about a one-week intervention. Jeez, Louise. I mean, this is the these are the stories that we need to keep telling and even document to show the medical community and, and the world that this is that that your healing is possible to break free from chronic pain. And I think this is, that's the, that's the hard part that 
when it first happened to me with my patients too, David, just like this, we've shared is these stories uh, are untold stories. And I'm glad you shared that because this, this gives our audience a sense of hope that, you know, there is a way to heal. And I, I love what you just said is when we can really just kind of dial things down on the inside and they're using various tools. That is basically it until, uh, right? So I think you said it earlier on is it's hard for us to heal until we feel safe. And this is what we'll be talking about in future episodes too. Les, thank you very much. So just to summarize where dynamic healing is your interaction between your circumstances or threats and your body or your, or your nervous system and your body's chemistry. And when we teach you how to process stress differently, we can teach you how to increase the resiliency of your nervous system yeah. and also directly affect your body's physiology, people heal. So chronic pain in medicine is considered something to be managed. And Dr. Ari, Dr. Ari and I have, have had lots of experience telling you that chronic pain is flat out a solvable problem. Folks, thank you for listening. We look forward to having you join us in the next episode. Thank you, Les. Thanks, David. We talk to the animals and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Aaron Debbie-Smith, and Meredith Tolleson. We will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.